Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode of the Light Path Podcast, I confront the green-eyed monster and discuss how I use its wisdom to turn the green-eyed monster into the green-eyed master teacher. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Light Path Podcast, where today I am going to tackle that little pesky aspect of human nature that is jealousy, the old green-eyed monster. Look, it is coined as one of the seven deadly sins, and I think, honestly, jealousy is largely misunderstood and definitely underutilized as a tool in which we can learn more about ourselves, learn about the things that are important to us, and ultimately become better, bigger, brighter versions of ourselves. And I bet you've never heard jealousy uh, coined that way because of the bad rap that it's really been given. We're told, don't be jealous. Don't feel jealous. Jealousy is bad. Uh, Our Theodore Roosevelt's quote, comparison is the faith of joy that jealousy, something that we feel, can actually never in any context really benefit us. But I do kind of want to challenge that. And I want to challenge that because, like I said, jealousy is part of human nature. It is a feeling. It is a pang. It is a ping that we're going to have from time to time. So if we don't learn to address it and use it to our advantage, then I think Roosevelt is right. It will actually become something that will steal all our joy and ultimately our own personal energy and our own personal power. So the green-eyed monster, what is jealousy? Well, in its truest form, you know, as in terms of a definition, it is a really hostile um, vibration or even action or words towards a rival or someone that is believed to enjoy an advantage or a situation that we aren't currently enjoying. And I think even the use of the word hostile in that definition is quite confronting because I don't believe that many of us live our jealousy out loud. And let's be really honest, we live in a society where we're actually coaxed or conditioned into comparison, social media, advertisements, societal expectations, like they are what they are. And can we change? Can we shift them? Can we ignore them? Absolutely, we can do all those things. And we should be doing all those things, especially if they're not aligned to our own personal values. But I think that it's also 
just by focusing on that is denying a huge part of our human nature and reality in that we do live in this time in this age now and it's like when parents say to me oh don't judge me I'm going to give them the iPad to keep them quiet or my child spends so much time on the iPad and I can't help think as just a human but also as a ex-educator that actually computers iPads tablets that's how that's the reality that's how kids are going to learn that's how kids are going to live And as is jealousy, it's not a new thing. This has been around since the dawn of time. And that part of our nature, why do, instead of denying it or avoiding it, what if we actually used it for our benefit? And this is definitely something that I do. Now, I'm not denying that jealousy can actually spur us onto making really misaligned decisions in our life and it can definitely encourage us to maybe make some really destructive and negative choices. I get that but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about catching the green-eyed monster before it propels us to that point and using it to fuel our truth, to fuel and shed light onto our path and use it for the benefit of ourselves and the good of ourselves rather than a tool to seek any type of vengeance or revenge on another. So here is how I like personally to look at the green-eyed monster as a master teacher rather than something overwhelmingly negative and shameful. And I'm going to quote Margaret Atwood, the author of Handmaid's Tale here, because I think she says it beautifully, that you can only be jealous of someone who has something you think you ought to have yourself. That's all jealousy is. It's really looking at someone and thinking to yourself, I would really desire that. I feel like I really want that or I feel like I deserve that because let's be honest you're not jealous of people that are living a life that you don't want for yourself and this is why I believe that jealousy is actually a master teacher rather than an absolute monster that can destroy our lives. I prefer to see jealousy as an opportunity to be more of ourselves and to hold ourselves to higher, more expansive standards. And hopefully that in turn brings us into greater alignment with what is true and right for us, as opposed to something that's shameful and vengeful when it turns into one of those destructive or deadly sins in our life. So How do we do this? Well, I think the first step is to acknowledge that we are, as I discussed before, set up to feel jealous. This is what a lot of what social media is about. It's definitely what a lot of marketing campaigns are about. For us to feel like we want something that we currently perceive that we don't have and I think to build on Margaret Atwood's quote of you can only be jealous of someone who has something you think you ought to have yourself 
I think that there's a discernment piece in there where we can say, am I jealous of that because I think I ought to have it for myself? Or am I somehow being persuaded and conjoled into thinking that I should want that or have that for myself? So that's the first big question I always ask myself when the ping of jealousy pops up into my energy, into my thoughts, and into my emotions. I stop and I notice, okay, I'm feeling a little green-eyed monster here. I am clearly jealous of that person. At a lot of the ways personally for me, I don't know if this is the same for you, I would love to hear your thoughts over on the Facebook community group, is the way um, I can identify that I'm feeling jealous is I go into really rash judgment of someone and pretty rash but also pretty harsh judgment of someone. So an example of this is, and I'll, I'll give you really practical examples as I talk through my take on jealousy and then also the tools I use when it crops up. An example of this is a friend of mine showed me a social media account of a girl who is very successful in her field of work and she's very successful in terms or the measures of success that I'm using here is that she's quite she's extremely lucrative in it and she has built up a community and audience around what she does and as my friend was telling me this story and how she felt that this girl was quite inspiring. I was listening and I was thinking, oh, that sounds really cool. Then my friend told me what she actually does. And this this girl is actually a sex worker. I am not a, obviously a sex worker and it's not something that, you know, I, I wish ever to pursue for my life. But then I was looking at her page and I felt the judgment coming. And I was like, I would never follow this. I can't believe that you're finding inspiration from this. Are you kidding? And I had all these judgments coming up. And so after we finished that conversation, when I had some time to myself, I actually reflected. And I thought to myself, like, I've a, I have no right to judge her. She's just doing her thing. And I could immediately just at least acknowledge that I was jealous of her, that she triggered something in me because she had something that I thought maybe I would like or ought to have for myself. And it was really confusing at first because I definitely do not want a sex career. Like this is not something that is in any shape or form aligned with me. So here's what I did to work through it. I used my what, why, what method and I'm going to talk you through it. And maybe this is something you can apply when you're feeling jealous. So you can turn your green-eyed monster into your master teacher about yourself. So the first part is the what. I have to look at what about this has triggered me. So in this situation, I think a lot of, a lot about it triggered me. But the main thing that triggered me was the what that triggered me was that this woman had made herself a lucrative career and as far as I could see, a really actually loving and supportive community by being 
completely and utterly and unashamedly herself. And as someone who had kind of hidden behind the curtains in terms of what I do for a living now for a really long time, here was this girl so young, so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, just out there living her truth in an industry that is really judged. Hello, I was their judge yet. And I was really jealous of that. I was actually, the what I was jealous of was not necessarily her success, but her ability to live a life that just felt really right and really true for her and to turn it into something really positive, but also really supportive for her. So that was my what. That's actually what I was jealous of. Then I go, once you've established your what, you need, this is the step that most of us miss, we need to go under and establish the actual meaning or the trigger underneath the what, which is the why. So I had to ask myself the honest question. Why was I thinking this way? Why was I really feeling this way? Why, why, why will always reveal what is actually important to you and the why you subscribe to feeling this. It will give you the truth of the feeling as opposed to the symptom of it that you got in the first what. So rather looking at it in terms of the what is it revealing, Look at the why is it revealing this to me? Am I jealous of the attention? Am I jealous of the success? Am I jealous of the freedom that she's experiencing being herself? And when you really dig into the why, you actually really start to learn the indications to yourself of what you would actually like to align with that maybe right now you're feeling internally annoyed and frustration and disappointment around perhaps not experiencing it at this current point. And so when I really distilled it down, to me, I was actually jealous of her confidence that I perceived I didn't really robustly feel that I had. But that's enough. We have to keep digging deeper so if this was the why in my case I had to see how I was in control of this aspect of myself and how committed I was to really healing it or overcoming it in terms of the well what can I do to align with the my why So what can I do to align with anything that I may feel I need to support myself with to feel that essence of and that energy of confidence that I saw in this young woman just living her life? You know, did I need an action? Did I need a mantra? Did I need a healing? Did I need a shift in perception, a miracle? And what small actions could I take to build up that aspect of myself. So what started as a conversation where I got really judgy on this girl and I was almost like 
throwing or spewing on her my perceptions of the world and how I think it could be, I turned that moment into a master teaching moment for myself. So my green-eyed monster became my master teacher in that what, why, what method. What am I actually jealous of? Why am I jealous of it? And what can I do to align with the aspects of my why that I do really want to heal? Because again, as Margaret Atwood says, you can only be jealous of someone who has something you think you ought to have yourself. So clearly in this situation, I felt that I ought to have the confidence to be fully me and to have the confidence to hold a community in something that I personally believed in on all its levels. So this girl who I judged actually became a beautiful inspiration and a teacher for me, not in what she does or even how she does it, you know, no way, I'm still pretty strong on that, but definitely in the essence where it poked me. So instead of seeing jealousy as something in yourself that you should be ashamed of, I would actually really encourage you to use it to fuel that knowledge of yourself. Work out when you're actually feeling jealous and what your natural or instinctual responses are to that. Like I said, mine was judgment. Mine was like, shut that down. She's wrong. You know, so figure out how you respond, you know, as you're scrolling through social media and you see maybe an image of someone who has a part of their life. Maybe let's just say they have a beautiful home and they're on their social media showing off their home. So you look at that and you think, okay, what is my trigger? Do I judge their home or do I obsess over everything it looks like? And And, um, you know, how do I really dive into that jealousy? And then why am I feeling, well, what am I jealous of? Why am I jealous of it? And really distill it down to an energy and essence of part of you. Because if you're feeling jealous of it, it definitely means there's something that you perceive is lacking in you. Now, it might not always be the case that... When you distill this down, you sense that there is something missing. You might actually find that, oh, that's just programming or that's just societal expectations and you can release it at that point. Or it could be something more significant. Like I found in my really random example that I never expected to be confronted with by a sex worker, that it was about confidence. So instead of judging your jealousy, instead of shaming yourself and your jealousy, I would really invite you and encourage you to work with it. It's there for a reason. And I think anything only really becomes deadly when we allow it to become deadly. So instead of it becoming a deadly sin, could it be actually one of the lightest and brightest blessings that you can offer yourself? I would love to hear your experiences of jealousy and your take on it. Any tips and tricks that you use to overcome your jealousy, share them on the Light Path community because trust me, everybody feels this. Like there is not one of us that goes through our days and isn't jealous of something 
or someone somewhere along the line, we are actually constantly jealous of other people. So how do you shift that into something really positive and productive as to something that perhaps could turn into something that isn't quite so positive? So go over there share your thoughts. I would really encourage you to do that because I want to read them because I want to learn from it too, because this is my method. My what, why, what method is my method for dealing with my jealousy and to really help me learn more about myself. So I would absolutely love to hear yours. And until we meet next time on this podcast, as always, I am just sending you so many blessings and so much love as you walk your path of light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.